Uh, I I usually teach the jumping grade because for me the most important thing, the most important obstacle in dog ag agility is the jumps. No? Uh, they uh, people think that uh, the jumps is the easiest part, but for me it's the hardest because mm -hmm. there's a a lot of um, area or the, the 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 scope of the jump is very wide for the dog especially if you want the dogs uh, to have a speed for the dog moving uh, taking the jump then moving to his left or to the right or or the dog uh, the jump taking the jump behind it uh, the dog by, behind it so it's a more complicated than the doing the a-frame that which is just a one-way direction for the dog Hey, Popster. Welcome to Train Your Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Dexter. Train Your Dog Podcast is a new doggy podcast on education, animal learning, behavioral modification, and dog training. Train Your Dog Podcast focuses on helping your puppy to make sound decisions. Good decision empowers your puppy to enjoy freedom, and with good decision, gets your puppy a good and rewarding reinforcements. Pups promote positive interaction with animals and Pups, your companion for life. We are back to the segment on tips of the day. Right, so uh, today we are touch on that part of the training a dog is training the owner too. Right, this is sometimes uh, it may be a, a misunderstanding of uh, many dog owners that they believe the dogs are to be trained by leaving them with the trainer. Uh, however, uh, it's always better for the owner and the family to be involved in the training process because that helps you to get bonded with your dog, to create a good communication uh, channel with, with the animal so that you can be able to uh, tell the dog what is right to do and what is wrong so that you can then live amicably with the family. I would like to introduce our guest. Our guest for today is Ryan On Kabaha. He's a dog trainer in the Philippines in Cebu City. Right? Uh, Ryan is a president of the uh, Philippines Dog Athletic Association that's founded in August 25, 2005 in General Santos City. And he has also founded a canine care dog sports center uh, in Cebu where he served as a dog trainer. Right, so at canine uh, care center, he specializes in basic obedience, uh, dog agility, frisbee, dog diving, uh, radio, and many others. I want to uh, have a warm welcome to Ryan. Hi Ryan, thanks for joining our podcast. So today, uh, the topic we are going to talk about would be uh, uh, agility fundamentals, right? So that's the, the topic I think uh, we have chosen for, for this podcast. Uh, so, but before that, uh, maybe we can get to know you first, right? Uh, how do you get into uh, positive training? So maybe you can bring us through how you get into that and what is the push factor looks like uh, to you personally. Okay, so uh, I am Ryan Ongkabahog. Uh, currently, I'm the president of the Philippine Dog Athletics Association. Uh, I, I started training around year 2008. Uh, a friend of mine, Jude San Diego, introduced me to... Uh, Clicker training, positive reinforcement. Um, we started, uh, I started to train my own dog. Uh, I had a Sheltie. My first Sheltie was around 2008. Mm -hmm. uh, I started with them training positively. Then after training them, uh, I went to dog agility. Mm. And that's 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 basically where where I start, started. Okay, 
so uh, are you when you say you are into uh, uh, so you started with obedience first then you go into agility yes I see I see I see so what is the means what is the great difference between uh, uh, normal obedience and uh, dog squat uh, actually uh, it's a nice fundamentals to start with obedience uh, not really the strict obedience but the um, I think the the common 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 obedience the sit the, st uh, the stay command the down command which is which, which is usually used in um, dog agility mm. Mm. okay so okay maybe I just want to um, ask you is uh, what are the push factors right maybe you can tell us one or two story about uh, what what you have done in the training, you know, uh, for example, what are the things uh, that you remember very vividly that actually it becomes a push factor for you to really remain uh, remains in the positive training uh, uh, rhyme? Yeah, the, the, the nicest thing about learning obedience first is uh, there's a lot of fundamentals that you can use in agility, especially the uh, when the, you can control your dog uh, in the starting line. Mm -hmm. uh, he is uh, is uh, driven to work for you, but uh, will wait for your command. Mm. Um, that's them. I think that's for me. It's the most important thing. It's the starting line. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because so when, when you, yeah, yeah, because when you start in when you start great in the starting line, I think your confidence will build up. And your dog's confidence also will build up. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. So a good start line will also give you the power to do what we call a long lead out, right? So you can actually get yes, the best a lead out. Yeah. So a lead I think that's that is critical, right? Yeah. 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 So so again, uh, what 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 I'm trying to trying to find out or dig out more is that, for example, what what you actually uh, been doing that you think that is a turning point for you. Uh, where you uh, where you decide to continue in this positive training uh, uh, method rather than uh, looking into other other technique that is available, what 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 causes you to decide to stay? I think uh, what what uh, motivates me to stay with positive reinforcement because the do you can see the dog enjoys what what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he is not forced to do what. Uh, or to do what uh, work for the dog it's just play play for him mm -hmm. that's why it's more fun and more learning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you like to see uh, our dog becoming uh, becoming like what we call a thinking dog right a dog that thinks for yeah thinking you know, dog making decision yeah. you know and how making to decision decide what they want to do and then of course decide the outcome right so that's what uh, yeah, you want that's to literally get in then obviously they they will enjoy whatever they are doing right yeah yeah, yeah i think that's 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 very interesting huh that's very interesting yeah, the, so, the most important the shaping behavior mm, mm, mm. so uh just want to ask right um in in, in terms of let's say um when we talk about uh, a behavior that we want to build right for example in agility uh, what what is your uh, take? Do we focus more on uh, obstacle first, or do we focus on the flow? What is your take? Uh, usually, I, I focus with the bond with the dog first. Okay, the bond. Okay, cool. Yeah, the bond with the dog first before the uh, obstacle. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe you can tell us a bit. Okay, since we are already driving into what what we want to talk about is the fundamental of agility. Maybe you can uh, bring us through how do you really uh, start training your own dog? What, what kind of methodology you are using, you know, to, to train all these basic skills? Yeah, I start with the uh, familiarization or uh, um, uh, what you call it. It's um, uh, getting, getting the dog used to uh, the surroundings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the environment mm -hmm. first um, uh, uh, ma making him 
be comfortable with the uh, different surroundings, different people first mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by using his drive to work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the most, especially uh, the, the, I let the dog uh, discover his body awareness. Mm -hmm. That's the important mm -hmm. thing. So he could know uh, the ba his balance the use mm. of his hind and the front legs. Mm -hmm. uh, you usually use a uh, tipping board, mm -hmm. especially for puppies. Um, tipping board. Uh, more, more or less, the, the balance. I the balance and the the drive of the dog to run, mm. to chase. Mm. That's the first thing I teach the dog in dog agility okay so you're looking into what we call pre-training uh, uh generalization in the sense right getting them yeah. ready for uh the direct exposure the destruction uh destruction. the awareness of the uh of the body uh the leg uh the of course dogs first of all we we need to tell we need to teach them that they have four legs <laughs> yes. I always think that yeah. they think that That's they have true. two legs because they are always true. seeing us with two legged standing around right so I, I, yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. They, they were thinking I look like just like a human, two legs. <laughs> right. So that could be the yeah, that could be the one of the challenging part uh, that I think uh, that is uh, causing the, the the confusion. Right? Okay, so uh, yeah, once you get into the pre uh, so called the preconditioning, uh, what other what other thing will you be focusing on in terms of uh, uh, basic fundamental for agility? Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm saying, uh, okay. After doing all the pre, what I call that pre-conditioning of, of for your dog for the environment and you know body awareness and such thing, right? Uh, what is yeah. your next uh, 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 step that you will do to condition the dog for basic agility? Uh, I usually teach the groundworks. Mm. The mm. groundworks. Um, then the jump grid. Mm. Mm. The jump grid. Mm. Um, more or less, the 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 groundworks will teach the dog uh, where he he should be with the handler on the left side or then the right side doing the taking the obstacle mm, mm. and teaching mm. some um, verbal commands, mm. body language to mm. to mm. easy easy up the the run or the sequence that you're doing. Hmm. Hmm. I think. That, so, what is the what is the objective of the groundworks? Uh, to to let the dog know which side he he has to be during the uh, in the course. Okay. So what? To, hmm. to um make him manu easily maneuver. Hmm. Hmm. So basically, you are aiming to get the dog to familiarize himself with whether moving around uh, your parameters, as in staying on the left or the right or the front. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So so it's, it's again a lot of uh, what I call that conditioning of the of the environment and things. So I'm moving with you as your as your emotion. Uh, the dog also need to get use of you moving around. Um, yes. Uh, what kind of what kind of reinforcement will you be used in in this groundwork? Are you, will you be using uh, toy or food or what? It depends on the dog. I, I usually do both food and the toy because uh, I believe the, the toy makes the uh, doing the obstacle um, giving uh, giving uh, a, a reward on a certain first portion of the obstacle makes mm. it more um, meaningful to the dog hmm. and and by when when he does it already i usually switch with the toy to make it to make it uh to to build speed ah okay good point there absolute good point yeah yeah i mean because our listener who are very keen into uh basic agility and things like that uh we maybe you can bring us through as as in that uh, what determine or what 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 cause your 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 suggestion as in that when will you use food and when will you use toy? What is your what is what is the basis the the the, the baseline? 
uh, I I usually use uh, food when uh, introducing a, a new to, a new obstacle hmm. because it, it's it generates more uh, value, especially uh, value for the dog for a specific um, portion or if you want a dog walk a contact dog walk so it when you place the the food at the right portion to 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 the to the uh, to the dog walk it makes more value valuable then when when he gets used to it then that's the time i use to you uh, to use uh, a toy Hmm. So, so so yeah yeah so you think would, would increase ah 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 so in the learning phase you will always be uh, recommending using the food reward to make the exercise more meaningful and when it becomes more proficient then uh, we can actually think about moving into toys to basically uh, speed up uh, uh, or, or basically producing more speed in the exercise yes. I see, I see. So after the groundwork, um, what? Uh, just now I mentioned, I heard you say you do the groundwork and also the jumping grip, right? Maybe you can. Yes, uh, the jumping grip. Yeah, you can uh, maybe briefly explain to us what the jumping grip is all about. What do you want to achieve through the jumping grip? Uh, I I usually teach the jumping grip because for me the most important thing, the most important obstacle in dog ag agility is the jumps. No? Uh, they uh, people think that uh, the jumps is the easiest part, but for me it's the hardest because mm -hmm. there's a a lot of um, area or the, the 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 scope of the jump is very wide for the dog, especially if you want the dogs uh, to have a speed for the dog moving, uh, taking the jump, then moving to his left or to the right, or or the dog, uh, the jump taking the jump behind it at uh, the dog by behind it so it's a more complicated than the doing the a-frame that which is just a one-way direction for the dog um i uh the, the jump grid uh helps the dog realize how to use uh his pivot uh, pivot leg to jump or to extend his uh, his leg when when the next jump when there are two sequence jumps. Uh, that's why I usually teach uh, some wrapping about some wrapping on the jumps so that uh, the dog will will realize uh, when to use. Uh, a full extension or just just to 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 take the jump or uh u turn so it, it it's a different um, body mechanics for the dog so so you could uh so you could have a lesser time doing it hmm i i totally agree with you because uh jumps are like uh what we call almost uh, it almost eighty percent of the obstacle are, are, are jumps, right? So therefore, jumping is one of the key importance uh, in training, uh, yeah. which I think is is something that uh, is worth the the time spent uh, teaching them how to how to jump. And uh, as you uh, as you have put it, uh, the jumping grip is one of the good exercise uh, to literally teach the dog. Uh, when to use the full extension? Where do they collect their legs? How do they shift the body weight uh, to be to enable that jumps to jump and uh, to be able to land correctly and not knocking down the the bar? Uh, especially when you're running border collies, right? That's one of the key challenge with all border collies handler, right? They are so yes. fast and yet they jump so close to the jump, right? So which is most yes. of the time. Uh, it's just a, a reflection of a second or, or just a little bit of closeness which will cause you a uh, basically a, a, a first or second type of uh, <laughs> a win or a loss in that sense. Yeah, so jumping becomes very, very uh, critical. 
Okay, so after yeah, so after your jumping grip, uh, what other what other thing will you be focusing on in terms of for basic? Uh, usually I I mean normally we hear uh from other agility trainer they were talking about a few a few skill set that they will be touching on right. For example, they will teach the dog a left and right turn. That's uh, that's a tool that they usually will teach. Uh, they will teach the dog to come to them, which is one of the, I mean, like what you mentioned in the beginning, obedience, basic obedience. Yes. Uh, yeah. The key importance where is, uh, I think most of us uh, take it uh, for granted as in that we think that it's always given, right? But we forgot that these are actually trained behavior that we want to train. Therefore, our dog will be able to, to, to be able to come back to us, right? Then, of course, the next one, what I always hear people say will be, uh, you know, doing some crosses, whether you want to familiar yourself with some basic front yeah. cross, rear cross, blind cross, rear and things cross. like that, right? Yeah, and then, of course, the last thing they will be working on would be the sequencing, right? In a sense. So, yeah, the sequencing. So, after your grid work, right, what, what do you recommend us to work on? Uh, I, I recommend uh, do the sequencing because the dog, uh, you and the dog needs to learn uh, where you position yourself in the agility field then so that the dog will be familiar fa familiar with your uh, body motion or where you you are located so it, it would be easier for him to maneuver I think that, that that's the that's my, my, my point is you practice more on sequencing and uh, when you perfect, when when you perfect the the when you perfect um, the execution of each obstacle, uh, that's when that's when that's when I start sequencing. So you would won't be worrying about uh, if the dog uh, performs the obstacle correctly. Then you could also then you could position yourself properly during the sequence so that the dog also will, will learn uh, easily what to do and he could also uh, read your body motion in, in sequencing also. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, a, that's a very good uh, advice there. So what we are, what you are talking about is to teach the dog to familiarize with the each and individual obstacle, and obstacle when they are, yeah. So when they are good at it, then we will go into the sequencing. Uh, sequencing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. This podcast is sponsored by Pups Dog Training. Pups is a positive dog training school. We train dogs from puppy to advance. Pups Training Academy focuses on nurturing, training, educating, and motivating our trainers to better equip themselves with skills, knowledge, experience to ensure continuing education and keeping abreast with the field of dog training. Our flagship programs include online cyber puppy training, life skills, dog obedience, behavioral modification, private one-on-one -on -one home-based training, and dog spots. heard people tell me right um, uh, or a lot of a client will be asking right do were you uh, will you sacrifice speed for accuracy no I do do, do accuracy first so you were I always based on accuracy first yes uh, as Susan Garrett uh, thought it's uh, about uh, um, the it's a, it's an acronym that Susan Garrett thought thought is um, the, the the drive of the dog first, 
then the accuracy is hmm. uh, the the acronym is dash d a s h uh, the desire of the dog to work then you it will then you you follow it with the accuracy then the speed then you change it the h is the hab habitat you i i try to use that acronym always in teaching my dog so desire first accuracy before speed then when 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 you get the desire accurate speed then you change the habitat you 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 change the environment to to make the dog comfortable with uh, any environment doing the doing the obstacle Okay, okay. That's a, that's a very interesting uh, acronym there. Maybe you can help us to, you can help us to uh, maybe un unpack it a little bit, right? For example, when you talk about desire, what, you, what yeah. are you looking at? Desire is the uh, drive of the dog to work for you, wants mm. to play. Mm. So are we play, talking uh, about, are we talking about uh, attention here? Or what, yeah. what do you... Attention to, to you. Uh, he, he he needs to uh, be attentive to you to wants to play with you hmm. not just for the dog but also for the handler your your attention to your dog um, being keen on uh, observing your dog if he, he wants to play with you if he if he is afraid of something or if he wants uh, a different treat or a different toy so you have to have a connection with your dog. Oh, that's that's an awesome take there. So meaning to say, uh, beside attention, we are talking about uh, bringing the dog up to the same level uh, with the owner in terms of mindset. Yes. As in that, uh, we are happy to work together. You know, the dog will want to please the the handler. The handler will want to please the dog, and then of yes. course, the day is to enjoy the game, <laughs> right? I yeah, think that that's, that's the ultimate. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Now, now I understand what this uh, desire is about. So accuracy, we are talking about the, the proficiency of the obstacle, right? How is yes. it being, uh, being uh, done? Uh, we're so yeah. talking about training the dog to be uh, independent of obstacle. Uh, are we talking yes. about that? Okay, okay, okay. Independent doing the obstacle. Yeah. So, so maybe you can also unpack for us. Do you what is accuracy? How do you want to? Well, how do you want to desire to see your dog uh, understanding you in terms of accuracy? Uh, accuracy. Uh, I, I want to teach the dog accuracy when, uh, especially accuracy, so that you could leave the dog. He could. Uh, it's like a shaping a behavior. Mm. Uh, you can leave the dog. Uh, you can let the dog think. When doing an A-frame, what's, what's the, where is the entry point, the exit point? I need to touch the contact zone. Uh, for example, the, the weave pole, the dog should enter on his uh, left side and exit at the last pole. And something like that. The, the, you need to teach the dog the accuracy of the, each obstacle. Okay, okay. So we are talking about proficiency in terms of uh, handling of the obstacle, right? So yeah. capable, capability to complete the obstacle, uh, as, as what we always uh, mention in terms of training. Okay, that's yes. cool. So about the S, and, which is and, I think... And also, sorry. actually, in, in accuracy, and also hmm. you, you do the proofing, proofing ah. in each obstacle. So it's, it's very important. The proofing. Okay, so you are you are putting in the proofing's phase into the accuracy uh, yes. section, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Of course, after being able to prove the dog, meaning the they will have a solid uh, uh, capability to complete the exercise uh, at all and at, at all costs, like so called, right? At all angles, yes. uh, the dog will be able to perform that. Okay, cool. That's a nice, nice way uh, 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 to pack, uh, to, to squeeze in the accuracy in this sense. 
uh, okay, so the next one in the dashed uh, acronym, right, which is SPEED, S for SPEED. Yes. Uh, yes. Can you help us to understand what is SPEED here, I mean, to you? Uh, when, when you're doing the obstacle, the, the an, a certain obstacle, when the dog knows the accuracy al already of, of a certain obstacle, then you, you inject, uh, you bring out the speed of the dog. How? By uh, placing... Uh, the the right or uh, placing his uh, toy on the right um, play the, the, the I mean the placement of the reward you need to have the placement of the reward correctly so that you could uh, bring out the speed of the dog that's the most for me that's the most important thing mm, mm. So you're talking about placement of the reward uh, in the sense where yes. you want the toy to be in, the, in this instant. Uh, yeah. Therefore, you can the, then... The, the placement and the timing of the reward. Ah, this placement and timing. Okay. Okay. So, so, so that way when we are able to position the toy in the correct position or deliver the toy yes. correctly, we therefore uh, are able to help our dog to speed up in that, in that obstacle. Yes. You can speed up the, the dog. So, so uh, it, it, it comes back to the same question that I, I'd like to ask. Uh, is that, okay, when you, when you use the DASH uh, uh, acronym to train, right? So, my, my, my point is that if the dog is not very motivated in, uh, in doing the, the obstacle in that sense, right? So, you will never yeah. be able to get the speed that you want. The accuracy so, uh, and the speed. Yeah. yeah, so what would be your recommendation? Do we uh, go back to do the, the desire, uh, uh, desire yes. segment to bring out that desire level first before we even talk about uh, accuracy and then, and then other things? Yeah, you have to, to look for the true reward. Which, the true reward of the dog. Uh, it's... Um, you have to find it so that you could bring out the best of your dog. Either it's a, a, a food or a toy. So, um, the, it's by establishing uh, the true reward of the dog, uh, it's, it's, for me, it's the, the, the first more, most important thing you should look or you should explore with your dog. So because we are we, because we are uh, using reward base, so creating a strong reward base for your dog should be the the priority before you begin any training. So why for me why because it, it um, uh, in order to train any behavior using positive reinforcement, uh, you need to have a true reward that your dog values above anything. That may be going on in anything. So he, even if he's distracted in uh, in a new environment, when he sees his true reward, he will do do. Uh, he will connect with you, do what you want to do, and uh, enjoy what you're doing. That's the most important thing. That's an awesome take there. I think uh, we must all remember because uh, we, we first must find what motivates our dog, right? Yeah, yes. so that is critical. So I think we are talking about motivation here, right? Finding the right uh, reward, the, the, uh, the thing yes. that was excite our dog uh, to make him uh, so-called more willing to, to then uh, work with us in order to gain yeah. uh, that, what we so call you, the... You could bring out his desire. So he will, you could bring out if he 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 sees the true. Uh, you can find his true reward. Uh, you could bring out his desire to work for you. Ah, ah, So the reward will actually brings the dog, the desire, the willingness to basically uh, uh, to be more engaged uh, in the game with the handler. Engaged. Yeah. Mm. That's the mm. right word. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay, so let's move on to the Habitat, right? The Habitat, uh, which is under the DASH uh, acronym. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can help us to 
have a better understanding what habitat uh, are you talking about in this aspect? Uh, when you, you have uh, the true reward, then uh, the dog has the desire, the accuracy, the speed. Then we, we change the, the habitat because when doing agility, we don't know uh, the um, exterior environment outside the ring will bring you. Or even in the interior part of the ring, uh, a, new, a new ground, a new smell for the dog. So you have to um, desynthesize it early on. Ah, I see, I see. So we are talking about in obedience sense is uh, generalization, right? Getting the dog to, yeah, to familiar with uh, different texture, different ground, different smell, you know, different environment. Yeah. So the dog then would then feel safe. Hmm. Uh, during uh, hot season, uh, rainy, rainy season. So I expose it. Uh, I trained that also. So I, I, in every situation, I make it uh, positive. Sometimes when I go out with them dog, it, it's a drizzling. I use it positively. I train it. I do agility so that the dog can experience. And makes when 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 he experiences and it's fun for it, then I think the, it it will. Uh, all of the alignment is good, then the dog will work for you even it's 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 raining. Hmm. Mm, that's a that's a good good point there. So therefore, we will have to set up a uh, opportunity for the dog to experience. Uh, different environment like say like what you just mentioned if it's raining uh, we can also create fun uh, playing with the dog uh, in, in the yes. agility to build out the fun uh, the, the the excitement and the interest in, in going through the the, the so-called the sequence of training with us yeah I see I see I see so so do you, um, I just want to check with you, uh, in, in terms of these fundamentals that we are talking about, right? Um, you know, we, we end our day, we always tell ourselves, uh, for example, like, like myself as a trainer, I always will feel that some of the dog, uh, what we call obstacle focus, uh, some handle yeah. focus, right? Uh, yeah. what, what, what is your take on that? And how we can uh, uh, help the dog I to... To, to be better, <laughs> to, to be able to focus I, on the I cost instead of the handler. I, I usually call it uh, a triangle, not because it needs to be balanced. Triangle in the sense that the dog, the handler, and the obstacle uh, should be balanced so that the dog could, um, could have fun running the agility course. Mm, mm. So I rather teach, uh, balance it, not, not on handler side or not the obstacle side, uh, but to balance the opportunity to teach the dog that, to balance it. I see. I see. So, um, so what, what would be your suggestion? How can we uh, when you say balance, uh, when you say balance yeah. in terms of training, uh, maybe you have uh, one or two example for us. How do we, how do you help your dog to to stay balanced in in this in this agility context? Uh, it's the the placement of the reward. Uh, hmm. We go back to the placement of the reward. So doing uh, doing a jump, you have to place the reward and the timing of the reward to be correct, so that the the dog should be. Uh, handler and obstacle uh, focus, not just one mm -hmm. but both. I see. That's, I that's see. why. That's why it, it it's gonna be a triangle for the dog. Uh, the the shape would be a triangle because he 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 has to be have a peripheral vision with the handler, and also the obstacle. Doing the obstacle. So I look at it as in that if you were to be very uh, religious and working very hard on this uh, DASH acronym uh, or this training context uh, or this format, right? I guess uh, yeah. if you do every single part of it very uh, effectively and, and uh, 
and good, I will assume, uh, I will, uh, I will think that we will not get ourselves into that that the situation where our dog will be what we call a, a handler or obstacle focused type of dog. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, okay. So what other? So besides the dash, what other thing will you do in terms of your basic agility? Is there any other thing that you will be very keen to do? Uh, I try to be open about uh, new techniques because uh, learning is not uh, for me. It's not just uh, you have learned something already, but it's a continuous process. So you have to have an open mind on new techniques. Uh, you have to analyze it. You have to have common sense on uh, learning it and doing it also. So I think that that's that's my the important thing about the uh, that's my the acronym dash is the most important thing for me uh, to learn and to succeed in agility. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a very good take there because uh, I, I always believe if we ever shut our mind or our thought yes. any new technique or any new development, I think we are already in the dead end, right? We will never uh, be able to progress because the, there's always new thing that can inspire us. There's always new thing that can uh, give us the, the new uh, idea of how we can uh, inspire us to train our dog very differently, you know? Yeah, so I guess uh, being having an open mind and of course lots of common sense is, is critical down here in training. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so okay, so okay. Thank you so much um, for sharing with us uh, these uh, fundamentals of agility. And uh, maybe the next I want to find uh, we want to find out more is that how do we get to uh, how do we get in touch with you? Uh, how does a listener uh, get in touch with you? Yeah. Uh, uh, for now, uh, you could message me in Facebook. <laughs> That's how people uh, connect here in the Philippines. Okay. Uh, I have a, a small training ground. I, I we have a small group in Cebu. Um, we are a part also with PDAA and um, we're actually every Sunday we I teach my my the members of the Cebu team to do agility uh, to practice uh, to, to learn to explore new ideas uh, so that uh, we, we will continue learning uh, improving our runs having and especially the most important thing having uh enjoying enjoying the run with the dog enjoying with our dog doing exercise uh doing agility doing uh nose work any any uh dog sport hmm i think okay maybe you can let, let us know for example like what you just mentioned the organization adaa uh what is adaa yeah. you can have give us a philippine a, a, it, it's an acronym for Philippine Dog Athletics Association. It's uh, it's um, under USDA. It's a group under USDA. Uh, it's from the Philippines uh, promoting USDA agility. Okay, cool, cool. I think that's a very great uh, uh, organization that you all have set up uh, to ensure that the the sport of dog agility continue to get their uh, needed attention uh, from, yeah. of course, from people who have dogs and who love to work with their dogs mm -hmm. and also for basic pet owners where they, where they will learn that uh, be able to train their dog uh, even for agility is also a good way to exercise the dog uh, to make them yes. uh, more like an asset rather than a liability to their, to their household. Yeah, not, not just for the dog but for the handler also. Not just physically, <laughs> but mentally also. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's all for, I mean, it's a to total satisfaction, I think, right, for the entire family, right, for the, for the dogs, for the people, for the kids, and everybody will have so much fun 
uh, uh, yeah. together with the dog. I think that's 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 important. Yeah, right. having fun with the the whole family. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why dog sport is always a very very unique because that's the only one that I guess we can uh, we can uh, enjoy the sport together with the entire family. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so what what uh uh what what will be your plan for the next six months uh to twelve months? Anything that you will be looking at? Anything that the listener can watch, look out for? Uh, anything you will be you will be doing in Philippines, or anything you are doing online that you can let us know? Uh yeah. Uh, actually, we we ha- we because of the COVID uh cases, uh we cancelled mostly all the events for this year but surely after next year when things are normalized again or the, we would have uh, around three to four competitions in a year in the philippines not just uh, ag- dog agility uh, we have nose work we have duck diving um, and frisbee uh, this dog ah. Wow, that's very nice. So you have four events. All this will be run under the banner of uh, PDA. Philippine Dog Association. Yeah. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Wow. So you are going to organize at least three to four for next year. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. If, so, if you want to visit our website, we have a website for Philippine Dog Athletics Association. It's uh, dog agility.org okay uh, no, no problem what I can do is that I can provide that uh, in our show notes maybe uh, later on I will ask you to send me some <laughs> some of the link, link that you have yeah. uh, so that yeah. I can put it in the show notes so that when our listener listens to them they can actually uh, search for it and then go in and find for more information right okay. so it's, yeah, it's actually very exciting because uh, in Singapore we only have uh, obedience, agility, uh, you know, I always uh, very intrigued to look at nose work, uh, you know, this dog, you know, dog diving, uh, dog, uh, what call that, dog diving, right? So that's actually yeah, very interesting. Diving. Yeah, so, wow, it's, it's very fantastic. Yeah, so, okay. So, hmm. Also, rally obedience, we had we had it uh, last year. Uh, it's going to be a five-event five oh. next year. Okay, so it's also for uh, rally obedience. Wow, that's cool. So you have five main events down there. Yeah. <laughs> so in this uh, three to four uh, competition that you are setting out for, do you do you have already like for example, likely which part of the Philippines will you be holding them? Uh, usually it's one one for each part. It's one for Luzon, one for Visayas, and one for Mindanao. Uh, Luzon usually it's in Manila, the capital. For the Visayas, it's the Queen City of the South. It's in Cebu, and for Mindanao, around it's in Jensan, Polomolok area. The oh. where 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 you get uh, lots of tuna. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> wow, wow. So you cater for uh, so-called almost every part of Philippines in a sense for them to gather. Yes. Uh, to have a chance to compete and to have fun, of course. But oh, I think I always like uh, pe- uh, the, the Philippine dog agility people because uh, you guys are so much fun, you know. Uh, <laughs> besides competition, I think your value, uh, friendship, and uh, you know, relationship. Coming yeah. yeah. So, so I think that's very good because a lot of organization uh, is so competitive to the level where you know uh, they, they, they just want to win that's all they care for you know <laughs> yeah, so yeah so it's always very very impressive to see uh, you know uh, your PDA, PDAA is working so hard uh, uh, to basically bridge the gap for all uh, adult enthusiasts uh, of course including the pet owners you know to, to be able to have a, a ground to you know uh, to play with their dog you know so called to show their dog uh, to exercise their dog and to even uh, be a proud uh, dog owner, you know, if it, if their dog ever win in one of the major championships, right? So that's something uh, very, very uh, 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 impressive that you have done. Yeah, right. thank so, you. So um, maybe, okay, so uh, I guess we are coming to an end to our interview. We want to thank you again. Uh, 
but thank last, you, thank you for having yeah, me. Lastly, yeah, lastly, I want to ask you is that do you have any, do you have three tips for us uh, that you want us to leave uh, from this podcast, uh, something that you want to for us to keep in our mind in terms of when we are training our dog? Is there uh, any three tips that you, you, you will recommend for us to keep in mind? Uh, first, first is the, you find the true value to the true reward for your dog. Then the second is the dash, the desire, accuracy, speed, and the habitat. I think that that's both two are the, the most important thing for me to teach in uh, not just dogs, dog sport, but any, any kind of uh, bond or outdoor or even indoor activities with your dog. I see. I see. So you are recommend you are giving us the tips based on like building a true reward, right? A true yes. uh, value or motivator that we can find uh, for our dogs yes. in terms of uh, yeah. whatever that we're doing. Uh, end of the day, if our dog is uh, always being uh, motivated and to always wanted to look for us uh, for for play or for work, then we will have a good uh, uh, what call that a good uh, start point, right? For us to really go yes. to a uh, higher level of dog sport, right? So the yeah. other thing that you want us to remember is this dash acronym, right? This this training system, right? Yes. We talk about uh, desire, accuracy, speed, and habitat, right? So these are the ones yeah. that you want yeah. us to remember. Wow, cool! Yeah. That's that's really very fantastic. So um, yeah, so thanks again, uh, Ryan. Thanks for your time. Uh, we uh, we really uh, enjoy this this uh, podcast. Uh, we uh, hope to hear from you again. <laughs> thank you also. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for joining us for this podcast. And if you like our show, uh, please click on the subscribe button so that you will be uh, prompted with the latest episode that's available on our channel, a Train Your Dog Podcast. Right? Or you can leave us uh, a review at uh, uh, podchaser.com slash pubsg. Podchaser as in P-U-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Right, and you all you can leave with us uh, the review at uh, your favorite uh, podcast channel for uh, listener to be able to find our channel uh, when they search for us uh, over the search. Once again, you can find us at pups.com.sg, which is P U P S. Pups has a trainer academy to nurture, train, educate, and motivate all trainers to better equip ourselves with skill, knowledge, experience, and to ensure continuous education to keep abreast with the field of dog training. Pups Dog Training, we provide Puppy 101, Pet Dog, and Dog Sport Training. And our flagship program, our Dog Obedience Life Skill Program, and also the Puppy Fundamentals Obedience Classes, and Puppy Fundamental Agility Classes. And a behavioral consulting. Thanks again for listening to our podcast and we hope you like it and I'll see you again in our next podcast. Thanks. See you, yeah?